Yeah, yeah, I skipped the update. I'm glad I did. Then I this don't know what Bill my answer is. From OneWrestling.com, and I listen oh, to. Oh, shut up, Bill! You don't listen. Fuck off, Bill! We don't have a anymore. It's Sunday. It's 2 p.m. It's Board Wrestling Fan Radio. Brought to you by Skype, kind of. Kinda, <laughs> sorta, almost. Booze, booze. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> sniffing the A, yo. It, it is noise here today. I died. Him and Phil are both dead. Okay, just wanted to make sure so I don't tag. Spoiler him. alert, they're dead. Mm. Yeah. Hey, it's a coaster up here. I thought you were dead too. Ah, uh, yeah. Maybe they're not dead. <laughs> coaster was here last week. I'm you just came I, very late. I choose not to remember these things. <laughs> <laughs> He was playing things that go bump in the night, and then he came, went looking for my house the next day. Sure. Like I said, I, I, Sasha and I don't choose. I don't remember at all. Uh, the last week for me was a Oh, yeah, you were, yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. I forgot. I, I apologize. Yeah, I apologize. I forgot you were sick. You were sick last Oh, week. man. I, was, I wasn't even... I was on the beginning of it when I thought I was at the end. It was a long week, man. I had uh, the worst case of bronchitis I've ever had. Mm. It was pretty rough, man. Um, I ended up having to, like, I took the penicillin I, they gave me to, like, try to clear it up, right? And I'm, like, on day, like, 7 of 10, and I'm, like, okay, I feel worse. I feel at my worst on day 7, so I go back to the doctor, and they're, like, yeah, we should do some x-rays. I'm, like, all right, fine, let's do them. Better, better safe than dead, right? I don't want to be, like, you know, noise, right? So I, uh, I did the x-rays the next day, and the kicker was that's when I started feeling better. I'm just like, well, I might as well do these fucking things anyway, right? I mean, worst case scenario, I got superhero powers, and that's all good, right? And nobody mm-hmm. loses it there, so. Um, yeah, it turned out it was just the bronchitis, and... But fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. I had some really fucking strange-ass dreams, too. It was, like... I don't know if you guys have done hallucinogenics. I have. Um, and it's, I did morphine it's, once. Morphine's similar. I've done a lot of morphine when I when I was in the hospital. Um, it's it's not like you see like like the Pink Floyd shit, you know, with the walking. What are those walking forks or spoons or whatever? It's it's mostly like if you can imagine like a filter of plastic filled with oil. Um, where you kind of get that rainbowy sort of uh, distortion on your your eyes, and that starts to place tricks on you as your perception of time slows down. I'm explaining hallucinogenics to all you uh, non-hallucinogenics users. Don't get me wrong; I didn't do them many times. Mushrooms, mostly. Um, we'll leave that as my admissions on the internet because I could have eaten those randomly. Um, you never know, right? I mean, <laughs> you just go to the wrong the wrong fucking. Uh, Salad buffet. There you go. Speaking speaking of minds being played tricked on, that I heard the Cottonmouth King's version of that song um, last night on my iPod. <laughs> my mind's playing tricks on me. Nice. And that, well, that's exactly what it is. Your mind plays tricks on you. You you essentially uh, are literally what tripping is, means. It's just seeing things that are not there. You have two choices when you're in that situation, whether it's what I had or intentionally doing them and you write it out mm-hmm. that's all you can do um which is what i did and you know if nothing else having done mushrooms in the past 
I knew what I was in for, and I'm just like, all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's really, it's not as much, it's not as pleasant because it's not self-willing. And you also have the other symptoms of having a cold with it, which are really awful. Um, and it wasn't as intense hallucinations, though, but it was still like fucking bizarro land, man. It so, was awful. I, I was just going to say, I was going to say, don't worry. You know, you don't remember much about last week. So Coaster didn't remember much about last week either. <laughs> I had to remind him about Shawn Michaels pose. I, I mean, I wasn't like out of it completely. It's just, it's so boring for me because it was just, yeah. yeah. Things got worse for me later that day after the show. And then, like I said, I was, I was completely over that part of it by, uh, by Wednesday morning. So, yay me, I lived. <laughs> Indeed. Yay, the boy who lived. We have yeah. Super G. <sighs> we have, no, 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 we don't have Super G, we have Uber G. <laughs> I don't know that that's a name association anybody wants right now. Um, you might want to reconsider that. What, Uber G? Yes. Oh, I was just, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know anything behind that. I just know, I, I'm just comparing it to Uber Jason from Jason 10, so. Oh, okay. Uber, Uber as a company I don't even is super toxic right now as a name brand, and you uh, probably don't want to be associated with it after all the shit that's gone down with them. Okay, so it's it's Super G. <laughs> super G. I don't know who they are. Why are they why are they toxic? Did they say like some bigoted shit? Oh no, that would have been almost par for the course. The uh, CEO Travis what's his name is gone. Um, like permanently gone. And there had been all kinds of accusations of just terrible workplace conditions, not just for the drivers, but people who actually worked for the company just terrible sexism and sexual harassment and the thing that finally dropped that was too big to ignore was that they supposedly and it's very telling that there has not been any denial going on because there's basically total evidence they did a woman in India filed charges that she had been raped in an Uber by an Uber driver and the powers that be in the American headquarters got her medical records and published them because they claimed she was making it up on behalf of their competition in India to make them look bad. Holy shit. Okay, that's that's pretty nasty. Yeah. Uh, to say the least. So, so you said the CEO stepped down. Yeah, he's gone. Um, he. This was not his first rodeo with major PR problems, but from everything I've read, he's not just vacationing. He is gone, gone. Um, I don't know what exactly is happening corporate-wise, but the whole thing is just a gigantic mess. I wasn't totally keen on the idea of using them anyway. I definitely wouldn't use them now. Um, I was thinking guys, of work. I was thinking of working there when they come here. I was gonna say they're oh, here in like yeah. they're here yeah. by the end of the week. 
I guess you're going to scratch that one off your... Uh... You're looking for a job less than Joe, too. I ain't looking and, for a job. And here, and here, and here, I am thinking it was just the uh, I was I was attributing him to the upgraded Jason from 500 years into the future. The upgraded Jason Voorhees from up from 500 years in the future. Well, you were. Yeah, I, I mean, it's I don't not like call uh, a Jason Voorhees uh, trying to trying to make a rape allegation go away like that, though. Yeah. He usually, he usually, he's usually good about rapists. He usually kills them. Yeah, usually he's like on the other side of he's it. Kinda, he's kind of, uh, he's kind of anti-sex. He just kind of like kills anybody that has sex. That's great. Yeah. Or is it in just the general vicinity of him? Good guy, Jason Voorhees. Who knew? <laughs> Well, yeah, that's the thing. He did do good. He did. He did have a, a brief baby face run in um, Jason Takes Manhattan when um, the one guy shoots up the the, the the when one of the druggie one of the druggies shoots up the um, heroin. He shoots 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 the shoots the um, the female that's supposed to survive at the end of it. She he shoots her up with like some sort of drug. I think it was heroin, but he kills her. But he takes the he takes the hypodermic and then kills kills the the, the druggie with it. So he did have a brief um, face turn. All for all of about one kill, maybe two. <laughs> I thought he kind of had a face turn when he was in space. Yeah, that's what I was thought. Well, no, he didn't really. That's that, but that's when the the one in space, the god awful one. Well, the god awful one doesn't narrow it down, but yeah, Jason well, that's, in space, whatever that was. That's the one where Uber Jason came from. That's where that's how Uber Jason came out because they blew him up. And then see in that one they um they create they, they by it's like five hundred years in the future and by that time they 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 um invented um you could they can bring people back to life they can cure like if someone gets stabbed they can you know they insert something you know they have like this like thing that comes over you and it re regenerates all your cells and brings you back to life and what happened does is um he the, they overpower the, the um there's an android in the movie. And she overpower she um kill overpowers and blow and pretty much blows him up, but it knocks him into the um regeneration thing, and because he was all blown up, it basically just recreated the whole new. So like half of him's like just like super. He comes out, he's like all super Jason. And I never knew it was Uber Jason until someone told me a, a couple of years ago, and I'm like, really? And then you look in the fucking film, and it says Uber Jason. Hmm. Huh. The more you know. Yes. All right, Coaster, tell, tell us an on wrestling related topic. Two, uh, three of us are down. Show you're next. You're on notice. <laughs> well, one one of the bright spots for me was uh, on NXT was Alistair Black and Cassius Ono. That was one hell of a match. Well, that's uh, wrestling, though. I, what, what was that? But that's wrestling. Oh. Oh, you said wrestling related. Oh, I thought um, non-wrestling. <laughs> so tell us more about NXT then. Go ahead. Uh, Someone's got to talk about wrestling, after all. I, I just remember that match being really good. Everything else is kind of blurry at best. Oh, you're on Hallucination NXT too. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying not to work myself into a shoot. <laughs> Do it, brother. <laughs> Well, I heard that match was really good, but I thought, didn't Bobby Fish debut with them, too? 
Uh, the tapings. The tapings. He showed up. Well, unless he was on the show, I I heard it was taped taped uh, a bunch of episodes this week. Yeah, I don't know about what was taped and not shown. I mean, it was all over Twitter and everywhere else, so I figured everybody knew. But uh, I no, it's fine. This isn't a spoiler. They they, I think it's probably on their site. And if it's not, eh, we're good. Continue. I what do you think about the fish showing up? I forgot to put that in the notes, so let's, we can talk about that now. Well, I really like Bobby Fish outside of Red Dragon. He was one of those guys that, well, for one thing, he's older than he looks. He's, he's either 40 or 41, and yeah, he did a lot of stuff, uh, not just with New Japan, but... With pro wrestling Noah too, uh, for like eight years, something like that, and he might not ever be a company's top guy, but he really has a lot to offer. And you know, some of the stuff he did in Ring of Honor, I, I liked it a lot better than some people did. Uh, I think he was TV champ at the time, but he was feuding with. Um, Oh, which one of the Briscoes is younger? It's Mark, right? Or is it... Is Jay the younger Briscoe, or is Mark the younger Briscoe? I always get it backwards. Okay, well, whoever the younger one is... Um, he had a really nice title, and it was basically... You know, your brother's the only good Briscoe. You've lived in his shadow your whole life for a reason, and he better than you are and you know anybody who's had siblings you're watching this and you're just going oh and so he can be a really strong technical baby face he can be the kind of heel that really just hurts you on the inside you know he's got a lot to offer still and I'm glad to see him get a chance I haven't, I haven't seen a lot of us work. I've seen a number of matches, but the age, the age is what surprised me. I remember hearing an interview with him maybe a year ago where he was he was very skeptical he'd ever end up in NXT because of that. So that's pretty cool. Even though he was saying that he felt he could um, have, a, have a good run because he felt his body was still very much good and health-wise. I, I don't know if that means... If it was something along the lines, he'd gotten into the industry late or just the style he works, though. But either way, so I have more power to him. <coughs> so they're going to have to bring back pole matches, you know, because he'll have a fisherman gimmick, damn it. <laughs> but we also have to start sign Shark Boy because they're going to have a match. Shell, yeah. And what, who was the guy from uh, Southpaw Regional Wrestling? Seamaster uh, Two, I think. He'll he'll be he'll be definitely showing up in NXT. He'll be great. Triple Threat. Oh oh oh, he's dead. We can't bring him back. Oh well, yeah, Triple Threat. Wait, did I hear Triple Threat? No 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 no. I want. I'm gonna turn this Triple Threat into. A tag match. 
Okay, so who's the... How does the third guy work? Sea <laughs> monsters in there now. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, did. I stepped away for a minute and I heard triple threat and I'm like, tag match. You're working backwards, man. You killed one of them too. Boo. I know, I suck. The sea oh, monster well. blood is on your hands. Oh, well. <laughs> I suck. I'll go back. Yeah, to I don't feel game. bad about either, actually. It's cool. We don't even know who was in that suit, so. Could have been anybody. Could have been Hitler. <laughs> All right, Joe, you're up. Random story. Uh, I threw a party, and there were balloons and cupcakes and live bands, and that was cool. Yeah. More. I'm going back to sleep. Good night. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, Joe. Dude, I got up at like 10 o'clock this morning, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm going to get some work done. And then I sat down, I'm like, fuck this, I'm going back to bed. So I set alarms for uh, 1.27, 1.30, and 1.33, and still woke up at 1.55, and was like, ooh. <laughs> it's funny, he skipped all of those, yet my text to him at 1.55 woke him up. <laughs> no, it didn't. I, did. I haven't even looked at my texts. <laughs> <laughs> I just woke up and I'm like, oh shit, I gotta get, I, I assumed one of the texts was from you. And I'm like, oh shit, I gotta get in the studio. <laughs> and then I couldn't sign into Skype. So we started late. Yay. That happens. I'm, I w yep. woke up at 6.30 this morning panicking because I thought I was going to be late for work. And then I was like, oh yeah, it's Sunday, dummy. You can go back to sleep. Actually, just uh, I realized like I didn't even bring my phone with me into the studio, so I can't even look at text messages right now. Well, got it. <laughs> I get enough few. Well, that, I don't need it right now. I think it says. I think what does it say here? What, I I must put the message. Let's see. Oh, it doesn't say. I thought it said one fifty-five. Well, the important thing is I'm here and we're on the air. <laughs> well, theoretically, I was. I was I, I worked this week. I worked I worked this week at, in one of Joe's favorite places. I worked straight out of Linwood. <laughs> uh, yeah, JT was rolling being, around being on his Segway. <laughs> For those who don't know, it's a weird. Why is that one know, of his favorite places? It's a name of a Weird Al album, straight out of Linwood. No, I know the album. But well, you know how you said you worked at his favorite place or something? One of his favorite places. Well, he loves. He likes, he's a big that, Weird Al fan. That's the joke so. because I love Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> right. So you and worked at Weird Al's album. <laughs> what What was the place you worked at though? I, I missed Lin that. Linwood. Weird Al has an has an has an album. Uh, weird Al has an album named Straight Out of Linwood, and there's a street right. in Syracuse. Okay. There's a street in Syracuse named Linwood. Named Linwood. So I I sent Joe a text. Working straight out of Linwood today. Okay. And I, I, text, I, just, I, I texted him back, asked him, and asked him if he was riding around on a Segway singing White and Nerdy. <laughs> and I always do. Well, it's funny. You know the fuck. You know the funny thing I said. You sent me that Friday yesterday. There was a guy riding around my neighborhood on a Segway. <laughs> Did you push him off? Uh no, no. I'm not that much of a dick. I may be a dick, but not that much of a dick. A uh, well-placed drop kick would have been very funny. <laughs> I 
Yeah, at least the next time you do see a guy and you decide to drop kick him, though, please film it. Mm-hmm. You'll get you'll get all of the YouTube money. <laughs> all Hi, of the clicks. Hi, this is J- JT, and this is Jackass. This is um drop kick segue thingy. <laughs> That episode of um, Family Guy was also on the other night. The Jackass one. <laughs> Damn it, Noise! Why do you gotta take time off? You need you're so, dead air time. I know. Where where is Noise? I wanted to find out if he's the one that wrote the uh, the the wrestling scripts that I have in my inbox because they're not for Slat Rock. They're for somebody else. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm voicing two wrestling YouTube channels, and I don't even fucking watch wrestling. <laughs> I did watch two of the fucking ladder matches. Uh, both of the ladder matches, I should say. I don't know what people are so goddamn upset about. <laughs> obvious winners won obvious wins. <laughs> well, it's pretty easy to understand why they're upset. I, I agree with you, I'm not. Because um, it's it's a script and it's uh, a storyline, etc. It's they're upset because it was portrayed to be the first ever. It was supposed to be significant, and therefore the meaningful win was supposed to be legitimate. That's where they're wrong. The meaningful win was hyped so much by taking it away from people. They pissed them off, and they got exactly what they wanted out of the heel heat. Now, whether that was the right thing to do or not, that's the debate. But I think that it was really effective because they got people talking. Sure. I didn't see the match, though. I just saw the clip, though, of him taking the briefcase and tossing it down at Caramella, though. Uh, The thing that had everybody that I talked to so frustrated was that anytime they would voice displeasure with everything they got hit with one of two possible retorts one of which was you know well they pissed you off you stupid marks that's what's supposed to happen (laughs) or they would be like you know they're heels that's what they do and nobody had a problem cheating or a tainted victory or anything heelish it was you know did you have to do it exactly that way i mean this was the first time that this particular type of match had been done and the people who don't see themselves represented that way very often it's a much bigger deal and it would have probably not gotten a peep out of it if, say, Ellsworth got involved and, you know, pulled somebody off a ladder. Carmella's the one who actually grabs the brief, you know. His interference and stuff was not the problem. Them being heels is not the problem. It's, you only have one time to do something first and it meant a lot to a lot of people and they felt like they got seriously fucked over on it. And I can't really criticize that. Yeah, if it, if, it, if it was further down the road, like next, like, you know, a couple of years from now and they do another, you know, Money in the Bank ladder match, 
and they did that type of finish there, that would be would have been more acceptable than the very first one. But it's set up, to the best of my knowledge, they are doing another one, what, next week? Or something yeah. along those lines? They're doing another one on Tuesday, I believe. Yeah, so, I mean... Yeah, but that, in a way, is almost even worse because it makes it look like, whether it's true or not, that they can't even stand by the decisions they make. And if we're going to have this whole big argument of you know, the reality of behind-the-scenes booking versus what is portrayed on TV and who really knows what and who's smart and who isn't and all that stuff, then that's really kind of taking away from the whole point of if you were just going to have a do-over the next week, why, why even bother? People are not investing in any of that. And that should be what they're going for. And it's honestly been kind of disheartening to see so much of the criticism of it basically swept aside with in many cases, the attitude of y'all women need to shut the hell up. You don't know how <laughs> wrestling works. Because that's honestly what it has come across as in a lot of social media. And, you know, frankly, that is not cool. You know, it's, if the guys who bitch about Roman Reigns can have their stuff be taken seriously, I think this complaint is a little bit more <laughs> legit than that. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I still don't have an issue with the way they did it. Um, I don't think anyone should shut up for having an opinion, though. I, I think that I can't argue with you. In fact, I agree with you on that. But I just don't... I don't see it as any different than any other angle or storyline ever. In fact, I, I think it's more effective because it was the first time. I mean, that... It gets people really agitated and mad. Now, I, I, the question I have is how the second one plays out. Um, I, I may or may, I may or may not actually watch um, this one because of that, though. I might, I might actually watch it. So I don't know if that's an indicator of, of a good thing or a bad thing because of the way the screw job went down. I, I'm actually intrigued to see if they follow up with something similar or have a legitimate. I'll be disappointed. Okay, this is the thing. I will be, at this point, I'll be disappointed if someone just simply runs up the ladder, takes a briefcase down, and, and wins as normal. Because I think that will be um, kind of a letdown. I, I would rather see something like, uh, I don't know, Booker T run in there, grab the briefcase, and throw it off the ladder this time. Like, I, I'd rather see this played out and continue to be played out. And, and I know it's funny. That, that would be actually Booker T. It could be anybody, okay? It would be even more effective if it was like, uh, uh, what's her fuck? Uh, um, evening dress girl. Um, what, Lana? Lana, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> like a wrestler, a female wrestler who's not in the match. So you have the same situation, except the genders are switched to take that criticism out because that was played out on TV from what I hear. Or maybe it's just from all the internet that I read again, this week's been a bore. Um, 
Because, I mean, what, what, uh, this, one of the statements I heard that I thought was actually very effective and just in explaining what you you mentioned and how you, you know, your, your uh, draw your uh, explanation of the other side, which was actually very good, was it wasn't as much um, that a, a woman won the way she won. It was the fact that essentially a man won the very first women's Money in the Bank ladder match, yeah. which makes no fucking sense. I do get it. I do get the criticism. Um, so maybe if 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 they have again, if they have Lana or or any other female wrestler who's not in the match, do the same thing and just play it. Like at this point, whether or not they're trying to make it better, I I don't want to see them make it better. I mean that's pointless. Now they have all this heat. They have all these people pissed off and talking regardless of whether you agree with my opinion or not, and that's perfectly fine. Can we just talk about the fact... Can we at least agree that we better to, like, capitalize on what happened? Yes. Well, if they were capitalizing on it, that would be great. But if you remember in the post-match fallout, you know, Carmella does the best promo I've ever heard from her. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, she's getting this tremendous reaction and then they have to go muddy the waters by and again this is a nuanced thing you know Daniel Bryan yells at her and makes her cry now obviously if they're playing you know manipulation and stuff like that and we can see that it's not working you know that would be one thing but the way the whole rest of the show went on, and this is not just me saying this, there is quite a lot being said about it. People were almost feeling sorry for her by the end of the show. And that's not capitalizing on heat. That's confusing people. And I think there's this really screwed up idea between nuance and keeping the fans confused and the E is really bad about blurring the line between those things and so I'm not thinking they're capitalizing very well I just want to point out that like if this were the 80s and this happened nobody would be like oh well that's bad booking people would be like oh shit I can't believe he fucking did that Like, we know too goddamn much about the wrestling business now where we're like, well, how the, why the fuck did they book it like that? No, it should just be like, oh, shit, I can't believe they fucking did that. Them fucking bastards, and there's nothing fucking wrong with it because there's no rules in a fucking ladder match. That's just well, my I mean, opinion. I, don't I mean, know. we wouldn't be saying that you're right because we wouldn't have Skype and there'd be no internet or social well, media. You're, you're you're also correct about that. But what I always wonder when when I hear that type of statement, and I'm not, I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe it's all fueled by this internet stuff. Maybe it's not. But I I, I honestly feel that somewhere in some pub or living room, or family room, or whatever, there would be people topping the same conversation. So. I, I don't think in the 80s people were, were like, dumb. To, I think been many, 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 many decades where some people, because some people today still think this shit's real. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, all, we all occasionally run into them, right? 
I mean, we share their hair. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, 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 you know, I, I, I mean, when you look at like, if you look at those matches, and how, how can you not suspect something's off? Like, I, at no point in my life, even when I was little, I thought it was real. But maybe that was just because how I was raised in the context of which I started watching. I don't know. So well, maybe, maybe I'm wrong here. No, I, let me draw a parallel with something else. When I used to work at the Renaissance Fair, we had to stay in character every second we were on the site. And the people who were the entertainment directors would follow you around and you'd get fired if you didn't. You had to be believably in character all the time. And that made it kind of rough when you're constantly dealing with patrons and customers who do not want to believe in anything. Like, you know, if you're a fantasy character and instead of coming up to you and saying, oh, wow, you look so cool. Oh, cool. Where'd you get your contacts from? You can't answer that. Mm. And the fact that somebody would ask that, you know, they don't want to live in the fantasy that's being created. Even if it were something more realistic, I mean, the number of times we had, you know, a pirate fight setting up and we would bring out the cannon and somebody would go, oh, is that where you've got the charge buried? And they would point out there and I'm just like, you messed up. And I think there's this across the board, no matter whether it's wrestling or watching a movie or going to a live action thing like a Renaissance Fair, I think people in general have been conditioned that believing is dumb. And everybody wants to be the smartest guy in the room, even if that guy is usually a dick. And so with the whole we know too much, yeah, there's a lot of things about it that bug me as a fan. Like, I despise with an unholy, fiery passion of burning the reviews of shows that I read where the people who write them will do things like, oh, he sold this and he took a powder to the outside and he sold that. And I'm like, can you just not do that? (laughs) We get it. We know. And, you know, wrestling, I think. I I just wish people, I I just wish people could shut the fuck up and enjoy something as a fan. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I can't argue with that. I mean, I, I, I understand the whole idea. I certainly like try to go to a movie and enjoy the movie and realize, okay, you know, these, these little people are, you know, they're not actually hobbits and, and that's cool. I think like wrestling fans are like the worst of it. You know what I mean? Because like if you go to a movie, there's not some guy sitting next to you like, oh man, that's fucking fake. <laughs> you know? Like, well, oh, well, you know, if I wrote this movie, it wouldn't be like that. Like it's, it's worse with fucking wrestling, dude, in my opinion. I think you're right. It it is a lot worse with wrestling. I think that's part of the reason I like don't enjoy wrestling anymore is because I fucking hate wrestling fans. Yes. <laughs> Present company excluded. Well, it, it's not hate wrestling fans. It's hate hate. You know, you you especially like I go. I've gone a lot with kids, so it's not because you know I my friends have got kids. So the last few times I've gone, I've gone with kids. You know, the kids go there. They believe it more than we do, right? And you know, you you got you got you, you don't want the spect you don't want to take the spectacle away from them because you got these assholes. Like, 
it's not a five star map. So I can't, I have to hate this. <laughs> That's why I like sitting, I, I, I like sitting with the, I like sitting like around kids at wrestling because like they still believe and the magic is real for them and I can sit there and just be a fucking heel, you know, and, and, and like root for the bad guy and, you know, just enjoy the fucking show instead of having to sit there and have a discussion with somebody who's, who, who knows the fucking business and wants to talk about work rate and how fucking guys are selling their fucking moves and, you know, how believable their shit is. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, I just want to enjoy like, a fucking show. Time and place, people. Time and place. Yeah. You don't do that thing at the show. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, yeah, I remember one time it was, I, there was, I went to this one show. I think it was at the Dome. Um, I had a blast. And I usually have fun when I go watching these things live. Because you never, it's actually the time you actually legit kind of, you know who's going to win the titles, but you don't legit know most of the time what's going to happen at these things. And, right. you know, I remember the next day posting online how great, I thought how great the show was and had a great time. And one of my friends who actually, you know, not just a wrestling fan, but someone I've known since, you know, middle school, he goes, the show wasn't that great. I'm like, what? <laughs> Seriously. It's like, a weird, okay, we went to a house show. In like no, uh, I don't maybe March or something. I don't know. Brian and I went to a house show, and we're uh, you know, you know, and we're both smart to the business. We know all, you know, we know all this shit. But we're not sitting there fucking, you know, analyzing the show, uh, the match. If we were sitting there analyzing what was going on, it, you know, it, was it a five star fucking was was there a five star match on the whole goddamn thing? No, you know. But like the little kids well, around us are excited. They're like. You know, they're sitting there, they're cheering for Roman Reigns, and Brian and I are just sitting there being fucking pricks, like, oh, well, you know, Braun Strowman's way better than Roman Reigns, and the kids are like, let's go Roman, and we're like, yeah, let's go Strowman, (laughs) (laughs) and shit like that, and like, Roman won by disqualification, because Braun hit him with the ring steps, right, and I was like, you see what happened, because the kids are all like, you know, looking at us, like, haha, your guy lost, and we're like, no, you see what happened was, Braun was trying to move the ring steps, and Roman ran into him. (laughs) <laughs> but the referee got confused. <laughs> you should have done that, though. That would have been awesome. Well, sit there and That's just why those sit there and be there fucking smarts. Ruin the fucking shit for these kids. Like, come on. Teach them the way, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Guide them. Fuck, man. I just like seriously. What the fuck? <laughs> you, you at least like use. Roman's proper name when we were just talking to the kids and called him Shampoo Fuckboy. Though. <laughs> I missed that. Is that his real name now? A little dated now. Uh, but yeah, that, yeah, that was a while ago. <laughs> I, I never a, heard that before. It's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah, he has a few names. Hitler, of course, would be one of them, but that one, yeah. that one never goes away. <laughs> Shampoo Fuckboy is a classic, and that's F U C B O I I. Well, I expected there would be a spelling now because you know, Big Dog in his yard. Yeah, I cannot call him Big Dog because the first stuffed animal I had as a little bitty <laughs> child was this large stuffed dog, and I named him Big Dog because that was what you do when you're a little tiny child. <laughs> and it, I've still got what's left of him at my parents' house and I what's will not of... I cannot call Roman Reigns Big Dog because I have Big Dog. Well, you don't have people Cole calls him that enough. Yeah. 
<laughs> so I got on the bus the day after Money in the Bank, right? And uh, and my buddy Pete is on the bus, and he says, "Oh man, you know I didn't see the pay per view, but old people I know on Facebook they're saying it was the worst pay per view ever." I'm like. I really don't care. I really don't want to talk about it. I watched two matches. I enjoyed the two matches. And then I turned wait, off the fucking wait, pay-per-view. You were talking with people about wrestling in public? I didn't. Not by choice. Because people are like, oh, you do a fucking wrestling podcast. Let me talk to what, you about who, fucking who, who wrestling. Who did a podcast in public? <laughs> uh, just people. This is more interesting to me than this conversation. Because, yeah, I we've heard that a million times. Every pay-per-view is officially not the worst pay-per-view ever. That's, yeah. That's a little news. That, Who the fuck knew? Never seen December to dismember. Uh, no, exactly. Point taken. Like actual people. I I can't get over this. My my world my world is is broken. <laughs> Delightful. You just identified in public, like someone loudly says, "Hey, you do a wrestling podcast." Like, good God, man. <laughs> Don't say that in public, like. Well, I got called. I got. I got called a nerd earlier for doing this. So we're all nerds for doing this. <laughs> what did you get called a nerd, or did you get called a nerd? I think it was nerd. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's the way it should be done. I, I I might have to ask her later, so you know. <laughs> Try to get that revenge with the nerds, and you know. Mm. Wow. So where were you when this happened again? I, I was on the bus. On a fucking bus. No, it, it wasn't. It was no. Podcast. I wasn't recognized God, for man. wasn't recognized for the wrestling podcast. It was somebody who knew I do the wrestling podcast, well, and somebody who. Okay. I thought they saw your face and somehow no, no, fucking no, no, no. knew randomly. This guy does it like holy no. fuck. I was. I, I was talking to somebody last night, and I was like, they were asking me how I got into voiceover, and I was telling them, oh, yeah, the guy I do the wrestling podcast with, and he says, dude, you do a wrestling podcast? That's fucking awesome. Like, no, it's really not. <laughs> hey, I got, I got noticed. Yeah, I got noticed when I was this fucking show, and I live in fucking Dumpwater, Syracuse, and it wasn't Coaster that noticed me. <laughs> it's just yeah, it was Coaster's buddy. Yeah, it was Francis Foo. He's my buddy too. Well, now, but yeah. <laughs> I, but like, him. my my point is, I don't like wrestling fans because wrestling fans just want to fucking talk about wrestling. <laughs> oh, how how dare they talk like, about something? Like, but even like when I was religiously watching pro wrestling, that wasn't the only goddamn thing I wanted to talk about. Like, yeah, okay, I, 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 like, and, and especially now that I don't fucking watch wrestling, except for the occasional match, you know, like, I don't want to talk about fucking wrestling. Like, okay, yeah, I saw a couple of matches on the pot, on, on the pay-per-view. I didn't think they sucked, but I don't want to talk about the fucking pay-per-view because I don't give a shit. Gotta save your shit for Sunday. Yeah, right, Exactly. The most, the most, the most wrestling I watch nowadays is when I go through my Facebook and Twitter pictures and see all the pictures of New York wrestlers. That's the only wrestling I watch these days. <laughs> and the only damn people oh, I want to talk about wrestling with are you guys. <laughs> oh, that's 
kind of flattering. That's why I do a wrestling podcast, is because I like talking to you guys about wrestling, because you're not them type of fucking wrestling fans. <laughs> oh, stop, I'm blushing now. <laughs> <laughs> I just like talking to you guys. Yeah, right, exactly, that too. Except Coaster, I like drink, getting beers with Coaster. <laughs> World's drunk tag team. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's make that let's make that trending on Twitter. <laughs> let's see. Hashtag world <laughs> drunkest. JT is oh, drunk shit. with coaster. Make it yeah, there you go. Al- alcohol is it with JT and Co. Mm-hmm. That's what you yeah, that's the hashtag, but I just put world's world's drunkest tag team, so if you guys want to change it up, change it up. No, no, you already ruined it. It's cool. I'm just kidding. You didn't ruin it. <laughs> Drinking ruins everything. Drinking does not ruin everything. Well, it does. You just don't realize until you're sober. You go, fuck, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reality. And so the, the trick, the trick to never ruining anything, actually, is don't stop drinking. Mm. See? Problem solved. Your infinite wisdom. Good times. Indeed. 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 Oh, is that my cue? No. Good event. In. Nope, wrong one. Indeed. Indeed. All right. <laughs> tappy, tappy, tappy. Yeah. What was that? That was my phone. Your phone sounds like it's being like choked to death. Oh, oh yeah. Basically, I've been chatting with Laura. She said Joe was getting his head cut off, and he said she just said even though you were just talking like right now that you just got your head cut off. So, you know. Okay. Well, no, here, here's what it was. After we were already on for like a half hour, she goes, BWF isn't happening today. Joe was arrested for being Joe and has been sentenced to death in 20 minutes. Nice. And then, of course, I replay, we're on air now. Joe's kind of napping. She goes, no, you're not. Joe isn't napping. His head is cut off in 15 minutes. I go, no, we are. Joe's talking now. He's not talking. It's a recording of you. So I guess you actually recorded it. They go, I, and I go, that's why he was late. He goes, no, he was late because, gee, forgot to set up the recording. <laughs> um, no, I just don't do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, my end, I can do it, but there would be no broadcast. And the way I have it set up, it would be no me either. It would just be you guys talking, probably. Or it would be, you wouldn't be able to hear yourselves very well. And just me talking, so... Probably the best. We 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 run completely different setups, unfortunately. Yeah. She knows killing the. I can I could do it in the worst case situation. It would just be you know like I would run the show on my computer and hope it kept going and walk away for two hours because I wouldn't sit there and listen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of selfish that way. What can I say? Um, yeah. So Joe, your 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 severed neck mouth hole sounds pretty good on the show today. Yeah. (laughs) How did you make that work? I don't know. I guess the vocal cords must have stayed like in the in the head part. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, 
I'm uh, not. I'm not a biology expert. But yeah, neither am I. I could become one though. There might be videos online about that. <laughs> I saw a video earlier actually. I really enjoyed it. It's on my my timeline. If you want to see it, it's great. It's about how snakes have legs, and it basically sums up all of the problems with people um, citing bullshit news websites on on I guess social media and it's some guy sitting there and he's like yeah I, I was scrolling down my Facebook feed and I saw this video and it said snakes have legs did you know they have legs and he's like where did you get that from well from the daily testicle.com it's like this guy just walks away and the snake crawls up to him and starts berating him and it's like why do you think snakes have legs? I'm sitting, you know, right in front of you, and he's like, I don't know. I, and he's like, seriously, you need to stop being dumb. And he <laughs> slithers away, and the guy looks for a second, thinks, hmm, snakes have legs. <laughs> and that, my friends, is why everybody who posts notes on the internet is essentially an idiot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Except for my friends, and you guys obviously are part of those. The rest of you, you're all a bunch of fucking morons. Well, if we're going to talk about snakes having legs, I, okay, short version, I swear. Back when our whole group of people worked in fair together, uh, we had this one guy who always wore long pants. No matter how hot it was, always, always long pants, and nobody ever saw him changing. And when you work in fair, you get so accustomed to seeing people <laughs> not just in various states of undress but you know part of your costume is on part of your street clothes are on just you know you get to the point where you just don't notice it but you see everybody and nobody had ever seen him out of long pants even his costume had long pants and so one night after fight practice we were at uh, the Denny's next to the community center where the fight call was which is rarely a good idea and three of the four people at the table smoked a lot of pot and they, they were feeling it after fight call and the one guy gets up to go to the bathroom and uh, one of the people at the table leans in and he goes hey guys we have to consider the very real possibility that he has snakes for legs and he doesn't want us to know. <laughs> and it got really quiet at the table <laughs> and he comes back and sits down and it's complete silence. And we changed his last name to snakes for legs for pretty much the next five years. And still nobody has ever seen him out of long pants, but yeah, just that thought process was the most brilliant thing ever. So. <laughs> Fucking awesome. So maybe one of his legs is actually TV's Patrick Duffy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's how you get a wicked, wicked nickname. Well, we certainly can't prove that it isn't. <laughs> well, he could, but there's no point doing it now, man. Mm -hmm. Keep those pants on, yo. That's awesome. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. We all, we all are lucky to be lucky enough to have like a gimmick like that. That's fucking great. <laughs> Mario is jumping somewhere. Yeah, that's my phone. Uh, Sorry, I'm getting I'm getting live texts all on air. At least somebody's getting texts. I still don't have my phone. 
Uh, I should probably remedy that situation. Probably. I mean, you, you didn't live without it before you had one. Yeah, exactly. You were, you were, you were born the first day you got your phone. We all were. Yep. That's how it works. Yeah. We're basically downloaded by our moms onto our phone from the app store. <laughs> Pretty much. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Updates for our app stores, what some people call education. Right, exactly. <clears throat> uh, what do you say we do a break song? No. Fine. Be that way. You talk for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> I guess it's that time. Okay, fine. <laughs> All right. Okay, fine. So, uh, yeah, I guess it's mine. So I picked one. Uh, I, I realized after I picked the song, I'm like, hey, this album came out like a week ago in 1996. So even better. I picked cool. one from Bex Odelay. I love that album. So good. I wanted to go with one that wasn't a hit because the whole album was good. And I went with Hot Wax because it's a great song. And That's it's... all you fucking need to know, Marks. And it's taken for a reload. Okay, uh, let me hit play and see if it plays. It's good. Okay, I hit play, and it's not moving. Oh, nice. Yay. Technology. Yeah, no, it definitely works. I listened to it earlier. Oh, I'm sure it does. It's just, it's not working. Your audio's not set up, so... While we're no, no, it's not that my audio's not set up. It's literally not playing. <laughs> It is that. What's sure will tell us a story while we're reading. This here's a story about shit. <laughs> what the? Yeah, you messed up on the fifth word. <laughs> in West Philadelphia, in West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where I spent most of my days, chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all chilling out, shooting some b-ball outside of school. When a couple of guys who were up to no good start what? making trouble in my neighborhood. All right, let's try I this. You got one little fight, and your mom's got scared. Said you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. I begged and pleaded with her. Shit, I don't remember the rest of it. I got like the full. I do have the full song. <laughs> All right, let's let let's try playing this from uh, Google Play Music and see if this works. Yay! Way back when my Cadillac 
dance going much too fast. Karaoke weekend at the suicide shack. Community service and I'm still the Mac. Shock my finger, spice in my hand. I've been spreading disease all across the land. Beautiful air condition, sitting in the kitchen, wishing I was living like a hip man. Face down in the guarantees. John is hot, she's getting busy with me because I get down, I get down, I get down all the way. Country westerns, silver foxes looking for romance in the chain smoke Kansas flash dance ass pants. And you got the hot wax residues you never lose in your razor blade shoes. Stealing pesos out of my brain, hazard signs down the Alamo lanes. Radar systems piercing the souls you never get caught with the wax so rotten. All my days I got the grizzly words, hijack flavors that I'm flipping like birds. So I'm this Wrestling Fan Radio, episode 282. And uh, let me read this ad real quick. Uh, the last one we got to read for this guy. Uh, wrestling fans, can you hear the crowd roar? Or that? Can you hear the crowd roar? Can you feel the ring rumble? Can you see your favorite wrestlers performing live and in person? The answer is yes when you get your tickets at Stub Stud. Now that summer is here, there are many events in many different venues, and Stub Stud has tickets available to all of them. StubStud also has tickets to your favorite sports, concerts, and theater shows. Just go to StubStud.com and type your event or city into the search. A list of all the available events will show up. Select your event and use their interactive seating map to choose the best seats available. Go there now and receive 10% off your order. Just use promo code BWF10 at checkout. So what are you waiting for? Get your tickets at the Stub... Get your tickets at the stud today at stubstud.com. That's S-T-U-B-S-T-U-D.com. And that is why I didn't do voiceovers this morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That business is done with. I wonder if there's a stub stud location. 
in JT land. Wait, 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 wait. What did you say? Stubborn what? What? Stub, Sorry. stub stud. Oh, stub stud. No, there's no stub stud. But, you know, the, the, the sponsor of this segment says you're, fo- you're fired. You know, as always, says every week. Yes, I'm going to read this every week. I'm sorry. <laughs> and if you delete it, gee, it's going to get, I'm putting it right back. So every, this week, this week, JT Land is always brought to you by words. Every drum sentence has words, sometimes three words or two. And they're great sentences, terrific sentences that I can tell you. Believe me, they're great with the best words, terrific repeated words, not very big words. Every Trump sentence has words. And instead of it hurts my nipples, I've got a devil's haircut in my mind. Just had it since back was the break song. 20 bucks, little man, so I can pretend that I have fans. With all these announcements, now may be the best time for me to let the fans know I'm blessed to rock the cover of the 2K18 game. Hashtag money in the bank. Tyler Breeze is making the big boss man roll around in his grave. Also, also has, hashtag money in the bank. Wish I had a bank, bank account or even any money. <laughs> Pokemon, go fuck yourself. Sorry, Joe. Sorry, Joe. This, you might want to plug your ears for this one. Fuck the Chad Kroger. <laughs> I shared that one on Facebook. <laughs> life, life, it's easy. Work hard, train, and just don't fuck up. You might want to plug, plug your ears for this one, too, because, you know, I know, I know, we know, we know how much of a hard on you have for Nickelback, so. What am I, Brian? Nickelback, you fucking jabroni. Never, ever, ever fuck with a slipknot, or I fucking break your fucking five cent neck. (laughs) Hashtag highlights of my resume. Me breaking your fucking neck. Randy Orton, Ninder, Mahal, feel like Iron Sheik and that jabroni Hulk Hogan. Hashtag money in the bank. Stage one. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, let's get the kayfabe news feed looking up. Okay, let's see here. Go through quick. Okay, here we go. We might have done this. Oh yeah, it says June sixteenth. Yeah, that. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, injured in ringside. In injured in ringside attack. Cowboy Bob Orton to require arm cast for six to eight years. Strowman returns from sensitivity tra- sensitivity training, showing little progress. <laughs> I'm not finished with you. Strowman hollers at half-eaten Sunday. <laughs> Amazing transformation. Alexa Bliss was the was once the mom from Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> and finally, last but not least. Conspiracy, conspiracy theorist insists demolition toppled the Twin Towers. <laughs> and finally, as always, good night. Go fuck yourself. See everyone next week. Yes, my brother is still waiting for his tenders. Do you? I think you might have to make one saying, "I finally got my tenders." <laughs> I'm go, going through my time hop, and I've got uh, from the Iron Sheik. If New York Knicks draft at the real Virgil, I suplex my TV. Hashtag NBA draft. It was from uh, two years ago. Nick's draft Nikolai Volkov. <laughs> anyway. I had a tweet get on WWE Network three years ago today. 
wondering if uh, there was still a huge clump of cement backstage at the Nassau Coliseum. <laughs> uh, where's your slammy for that? I know, right? I got a tweet on the WWE Network. So uh, we're all still waiting. All of, all of us BWF award winners are still waiting for a BWF award. So. Yeah, you'll get yours when I get mine. <laughs> and Joe, Joe still, G's still waiting for Barkley. G is still waiting for Barkley. I'm still waiting for Iron Man. Uh, I, dude, I don't even know where the fuck that went. Seriously, like I, I just cleaned out the entire. I thought it was in the closet. It's not in the closet. I don't know where. The, I seriously don't know where the fuck it went. It just vanished. I'll have to fucking look for it. I will get it to you though. I will get Barkley to G. Just like now that I'm not working, I'll actually have time to go to the fucking post office after this week. I have five more fucking work days left. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Ironically enough, stamps.com. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Where's that button? Oh, that's it? Oh, boo. <laughs> boo. So, stamps.com, ironically enough, huh? It's, it's you, you're going to really send me Barkley. I've heard that before. Yeah, I know. I've said that before many times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Many, I know many I times. have. I know I have. This is for coasters, stamps.com. <laughs> if you send me Barkley, I'll do something special <laughs> with Barkley. What should I do? I'll find a way to make it something special. Speaking of, speaking of stuff that are special. Oh. Coaster and I discussed this last week. We did. Ooh, sexy. <laughs> Stone, Stone, Stone Coast Steve Austin and Think So Joe Austin need to have a a, a debate off. What? Something. They need to go against each other because. We discussed this last week, and I just thought it was a good idea that both both of you do your Stone Cold impressions and go off at go off at each just go one just know. Well, I, I think other. it's worth noting that as of uh, this past Friday, the Austin three sixteen promo is old enough to drink some Steve Weisers. <laughs> what? It doesn't have to be today. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. You I know. Kind of yeah. put us on the spot here, right? <laughs> I'm not exactly known for my promo abilities. <laughs> you, you need a good, you need a good uh, debate topic to have a good debate, though. <laughs> well, you know hmm. something, you know something, you know something, dudes and dudettes. You know, I, sounds... I, 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 I invented the promo off, brother. <laughs> Did you? If, Did you and really? And if you, if you go, and, and you know what, guys, this is Gene Simmons here. Um, you know, if you go on to kissonline.com and. For the low low price of seventy nine ninety nine, you can buy pro you can buy promo you can you can buy promo time on kissonline.com. dot com. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Sorry. It's now been trademarked by Gene Simmons. He a by bet. the way by the way he did he did drop the patent he did drop the patent on the um the devil horns. I told so you he wouldn't FYI. get it. Told you he wouldn't get it. Well, I know. I think I think he got too much shit for it. That's why he dropped it. Because <laughs> <laughs> he got legit, like that was like when I heard that was like everybody. Was, I'm like even me. You know, like I say, I, I've got two. I've got two demon action figures, and I, he you know, the demon is always my favorite character in you know Kiss because you know horror, horror horror film fan and all. But um, right. like seriously, for for shit like that, that's just like <laughs> really you're a fucking douchebag, dude. 
<laughs> it was at a show. My friend, the Dre- friends, the Dreadnecks were playing, and uh, they were they were talking shit about Gene Simmons and the Devil Horn trademark application, and <laughs> you know, then said, "You know what? Fuck it. You know, throw it up for Ronnie James Dio." <laughs> well, see, see, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's two different hand gestures. You got to realize. The Gene Simmons one didn't have, the, you know, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to go video on this one for you guys just so you can see what I'm trying to explain. <laughs> All right. Okay, so hold on just a minute while I get the um, video up. Okay. Okay. Now, this was the Ronnie James Dio one, okay? Right. This was what Gene was trying to patent. So Gene Simmons so was trying to, he was, he was trying to patent the I love you that uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooker yes. used to do. Yes, that which was which what is Gene was trying to pen. which is what the dreadnecks were making fun of. Yeah, Ronnie. <laughs> see, I've seen the Ronnie James Dio memes on that, but I'm like, that's not the same fucking signal, the symbol. That's right. not the hand same the same hand symbol. You know, you you, you can't compare the two. That's, right. I, I really wanted to call some of these people with the throwing the jot Ronnie James Dio memes. Out. It's like, dude, it's not the same sign. So basically, you know, Gene Simmons was trying to uh, patent American sign language. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it predates, that, and it predates all of that shit. Yeah, I actually saw an interview with Gene Simmons talking about it a few years ago on uh, something, much music or something. He actually was—he was the guy who brought it up in the interview. So I would have not known this. It's—it's it's from Crete, the island of Crete, and it is the symbol of the Minotaur. Yeah. Hmm. So we're talking some ancient motherfucking Greek lore going on. Who knows how far it goes back? And you know what? It probably predates that. <laughs> the human beings and, and signs and symbols. Like, mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. Like, what in the fuck? Like, me crog, me club, you know. Like, that... <laughs> I, 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 I don't know why he dropped it, but I have a feeling well, that... Well, they would have had yeah. plenty of problems enforcing it just because there's way too many associations right. outside of metal. Well, metal is they, just one of many. Well, basically, when I first heard it, because you know I listened to the to the SM SM satellite radio. It's a it's That's a it's unfortunate. A, well, <laughs> kidding, go ahead. Uh, um, they, they, one of the things they were bringing up on it, it's just, it's a de- it's a symbol for deaf people. Okay. You know, it's yeah, like it's, it's like Joe language. said. It's, yeah. it's it's what Joe said. It's I love you in death. In, in death language, saying that that's why he he wouldn't, and that's probably what a lot of the shit he was getting from. Yeah, you know, so it, it's not it's not a necessarily it was like any historical. It's look, you've got a community that uses this. You're you're, you're not winning this this this. You're not winning, and I think someone you know probably someone told him like, look, you're not winning this, so just drop it. Yeah, and that I mean that goes back until like the 19th century, so. Yeah. Yeah, good luck with that. So fuck you, Gene Simmons. Go ahead, buy our show. Make us money. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I want to that kiss money. <laughs> this is a win-win. We should start a fucking war with Gene. I just like to tease him and say, what are you going to do, buy our show? No, because then I'm going to get messages from him. He's going to go through my Facebook profile, and he's going to charge me for every Kiss shirt I'm in a picture in. Hey, man, you'll have the cash to pay for it because it'll sell the show. Yeah, right. I've, already, I've already bought all my Kiss t-shirts. I paid money for all my Kiss t-shirts, and whether they're legit, from, legit Kiss t-shirts or not. Well, you only paid the initial fee. 
Whether they're initial, whether they're official Kiss T-shirts or not, it's just well, the first. I got, I got a couple of them at Walmart, so that's what okay. I'm saying. That's why that's what I'm saying. They might not be so. Those ones might not be official Kiss T-shirts. I just bought a Guns and Roses T-shirt at Target, so I can relate. <laughs> I I would imagine the occasional like knockoff makes it to Walmart. That company's too big. I I, yeah. I would assume most of that stuff's legitimate. Yeah. But if you but, bought it at like some like you know. Shady T-shirt dealer, yeah, or like, like people, online like, or something. Yeah, like the people, talk. like like the people outside the um the concert selling you the band concert T-shirt sets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> precisely, precisely. Yeah, they they open up the back of their van and on the door hanging are like, hey, authentic. Or the people that are trying to sell you Iron Maiden Buffalo Sabers T-shirts. <laughs> oh, I'd buy one. That'd be cool. I wouldn't, because who the fuck's... Fan, but, but, I'd, I'd buy a hockey maiden shirt. But who's getting the money for this? It's not who Iron cares? Maiden, and it's not the Buffalo Sabres. It's some jackass with a fucking printing press. Buy the shirt. <laughs> I've, got, I've, got a, I've got a Motley Crue ho- hockey jersey. Yeah, that, man. It's not a Syracuse Crunch Motley Crue jersey, but that but that was that's actually a legit one authorized by the band, because I got it at the merch right, table. So. Right, Metallica had those, too. But, like... We're talking like, like they have these like some amateurs just making fucking t-shirts. <laughs> sure. Like, hey, look, copyright infringement. Nah. <laughs> it reminds me of that uh, one. Wait, from, uh, wait. Half, half the music we play on the show every week in the break I, song is probably stolen. So fuck. Like, I am we? well aware of that. Oh, come on. We ain't ASCAP certified. We're we're not I supposed to be playing this music. Support small business. Buy illegal. You heard it here. We officially endorse theft. <laughs> we do not endorse theft. I'm putting words in all of your mouths. It's not the first time and won't be the last. And how. Yeah, we well, we, 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 we totally could get in trouble for all the fucking, like, seriously, we could seriously get in trouble for all the music we play on this show. Of course. But, like... Yeah, I, we're too I, I small for on, them I, to notice. I clicked on, I, I, I googled Iron Maiden Buffalo Sabres jersey. He says Iron Maiden hockey jersey. I clicked on it. 404 not found. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure, you know, if you really want, you can just keep searching and you'll find one. Oh, yeah, they're out there. I've seen, I've seen various, like, rock and roll knockoffs of, like, hockey. I've seen Foo Fighter ones for sure. Yeah. I've seen Metallica. I've seen Iron Maiden. Uh,. And they do them. It's not just like for the Buffalo Sabers, but it's for like all the. T- they have them for all the teams, and they have them for like basketball teams and f- football teams and shit too. So, you know, it's just like buy it, man. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> the only thing is, is that most of the Sabers ones still have the slug. <laughs> Could be cool with Maiden beside it. Eh. Uh, I don't know, man. Like. The slug never existed, you know? Well, That's an yeah. alternative fact. Stupid sexy Flanders. Kudos to AngryMarks.com, EcoMerce.Fiverr.com, NashvillePillows.biz, CoasterMilkCartons.edu, WhenDrowGodisSpeaks.ulisten, JT actually sent G his stuff.truth, PraiseBGinder.ca, and Discount Heat Emporium, CheapHeat.com, and Spatula City. Spatula City. Fuck Spatula City. Seriously. Dot com. Stubstud.com. Those guys, they paid us. <laughs> yeah, and 
Well, you say give, give them a little bonus uh, shout before we don't have to do the ad no more. <laughs> and, 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 and Coaster got his Wendy's dot last week. Oh, yes, he did. Dead. Still pissed they changed the fucking meat. <laughs> Tell us more. I want to know more about your Baconator. Oh, it was it, it was gone faster than you know it took me to unwrap it. <laughs> yeah, he did, he did he did eat it pretty quickly. Yeah, I, 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 I just get your baconator with any additional toppings, or just eat it dry like they normally serve it. No, just just you know as is. I would say so I can't do it with that on its own. I just it's too dry. Oh, it was greasy as hell. Yeah. Oh, that's good. It was juicy. I don't know. I just, uh, I find, I find their meat is very dry to begin with, even with the bacon. Yeah. Need some like BLT toppings or something. Maybe potato chips instead of BLT. Mm. JT knows about those. Oh, BLT chips. Oh yeah. They were, uh, those are quite good. I had last night. I still have them. I only had a little bit of them, but yeah, they were pretty quite good. It was funny. I was at my corner store. I was at the Stafford market coaster because coaster knows the stafford market so um and i, I was looking all because they didn't have any of the smaller bags because you know i don't like to i'm trying i'm only i'm, I'm I, I i don't know I, I i at one point was trying to wean off of them but i'm not right now at this point because i'll usually have a, a bag when i get home from work um but i had only, only had the big bags and i know see when I, if i buy the big bags during the week i eat like two i'll eat like i'll put them in a bowl and eat, i'll eat like two bowls a night so, but I, I like, yeah, last night I went in, I'm like, I, I had to work last night, which is something I never do. Like last week, that, excuse me, excuse me. Last night, last, last, last night was the first Saturday I worked in 14 years. So, um, I get out, I get, I'm like, I'm going to go to the corner store. I'm like, you know what? I'm hungry. I want that fucking bag of fucking BLT flavored potato chips. And they were Lay's too. They were Lay's, they were Lay's. So shocker. Um, Lay's sucks at flavored chips, by the way. No, they don't. Yes, they actually. fucking do. Not They're the terrible. BLT ones, and not the chicken and waffles ones, and not the biscuits and gravy ones. So fuck you if you hate any of those flavors. <laughs> yeah, BLT, your taste I do. is wrong. The BLT, the BLT flavored ones actually taste like BLT. And actually, you're eating a BLT. <laughs> I'm sitting here eating pe- pecan pie uh, Pringles. <laughs> what? Pecan pie Pringles. Why? Because okay, that's a new one. They're I think they're from like Christmas time, because they're like in Christmas. It's in a Christmas uh, decorated can. Huh? <laughs> Best Buy 11, 12, 2017. Yeah, it's some pecan so pie these are Expired potato chips? No, 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 no. They're, they're good until December, or November rather. November twelfth. They're good till. It's the day before our birthday. It is the day before our birthday. And, and and the day and the day that a perfect circle plays Syracuse. Ooh. Oh wow, okay, they're doing their thing again. Yep. Mayor, May, it's busy this summer. I saw them back in like two thousand. Well, I don't know too much myself, but weird because I love Tool, but eh, teach your own. That yeah. should be fun. Who are they playing with? Anyone in particular? I have or? no idea. I have no idea. I just um, let me. See. I have to look. I have to look because I, I I have no idea. I just saw that they were playing. I'm I'm not too into them either, but I might end up going to the show because you know um, depending on how um things go with this um, 
with a certain person I met on Tinder. Um, okay. R random she, Tinder, who cares? Well, but... she, she's, she's, she's really into Tool and Perfectical, so she might end up being like, you need to come with me, so mm -hmm. let's see. Okay. So you're doing it for the Nucky? Got it. <laughs> yeah. I totally expect to be still talking to people I've met on Tinder in six months. Five well, months. Like I, said, I'm not saying, I don't. I don't ever. But you know, you never know. I'm just. Hey, I'm not saying. Hurt, guys. I'm just saying. I've this literally is... met one person on Tinder. So so I have an eye. This will be number two. So. I've never used it. Yeah, I... that's because you fucking you you you're like fucking poonslayer. You go and you get like fucking women all over you. So trust <laughs> me, I hung out. I hung out with you, so I know. Oh. <laughs> His, his yeah. beautiful baby blues. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I got beautiful baby blues, too, but I don't get shit. Nah. A perfect nah, circle. Poster's got you topped, bud. Yeah. A, perfect, a, perfect circle, a perfect circle's playing with special guests, the beta machine, whoever they are. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's one of those guys that I look at, and I'm straight, and I was just like, man, he's got nice eyes. <laughs> it, it I'm is just saying, man, I was, you know, good eyes. Can I borrow them as possible? Or? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You just give the meat hook like in See No Evil. <laughs> and trust me, trust me, when, when you know, you should have saw how much, how much he had all over him when he was doing the Shawn Michaels post last week. Of course. <laughs> they think he's cute. They know he's sexy. What's with that, man? <laughs> he's got the looks that, that, drive the, that drive the girls wild. <laughs> On the women's Money in the Bank match, Sean Waltman says, It felt like they took a big giant crap on it, to be honest with you. And here's the thing. We can blame anything or anyone and point fingers, but when it comes to these things, it's Vince McMahon. That's where the buck stops. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. It's just the way it is. <laughs> Nikki and Brie Bella seem to think that the Money in the Bank women's match was great. So shut up, Marks. <laughs> <laughs> the only the only uh, reason I included that was like, well, they're women's wrestlers, and I thought it was great. I don't know what they said. I didn't actually check the link. Yes, yeah. fucks were given. <laughs> I missed a lot of news this week. This is going to be a yeah. short one. Sure. Hey, big, big question. Good, big question, Joe. Since he is your favorite wrestler, and we're talking about the fellas anyway, how do you like Joe Cena, John Cena's show on on, on Fox on Sunday nights? So I know you're watching it because you're the biggest Joe Cena fan ever. John sure Cena has a show on Fox on Sunday nights. Yeah, it's what's what's, what's it called? Um, the reality one. Yeah, it's the reality one. Why is it on Sunday nights? That's that's the night the Simpsons and like the animated either, shows are on. I think it's, it's called one. True Crit. Right? Yeah, it's on. Yeah, it's true, it's true grit. It's it's. I think it's on Sunday. It's, it's on I one of the nights. For it, sure in Gotham. It can't possibly be on Sunday nights because that's when the Simpsons and Family Guy and. Uh, yeah, but the, they're not in season anymore. So. They, but that they, doesn't they, mean they they're not showing they reruns. Play, they don't play. No, they don't play reruns at this time of year. About that. They really? show reruns. True grit, Fox. We'll find out right now. Just to it's settle. It's one of the nights. It's one of the nights in the, in the week. But sure, I know. I, it's one of seven nights. <laughs> I thought they said Sunday night at nine o'clock. I was like, legit. Um, yeah, April Sunday nights at 2016. Okay. 
Let's see. No, not the movie True Grit. We have to know. That's what the show's called, True Grit? Yes. American Grit. American Grit, okay. American Grit. Sundays at 9, 8 central on Fox. Okay. Screw you, Family Guy, in your time slot. (laughs) What? 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 Screw you, Family Guy, in your time slot. What the fuck? They probably put. I told you they don't. They don't. They don't focus on reruns in the summertime anymore. They try to put new programming. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Because who's watching this crap? Those well, idiots trying to garner advertising revenue to keep them financially stable. I, I was making. Well, that's the thing. It's, that's why I was like, I was talking about the Gordon Ramsay shows last week because you know this is when my, MasterChef starts up and the real MasterChef. Sorry, MasterChef Junior. Well, it's great for the kids. I don't consider that the MasterChef show. But, um, yeah, whatever, continue. Master Chef's on, and then they brought on one of his other shows, The F Word. Uh, you know, they finally Americanized, Americanized the F Word and started playing that. Now they just started. Like they, they don't, they don't really care about freaking replaying the reruns for the seasons during the summer anymore. Huh? Trust me, there's like other ones. There's like that Shazam show with ho- hosted by fucking Jamie Fox, and I know there's another one host. There's another game show hosted by. Um, um, I think it's Kumar from the, Cal Penn or whatever his name is. They used to be on. He was on. Harold, he was one of Harold. He's in one of the Harold and Kumar movies, and he was on um, House for a few seasons. All right. <laughs> you know, he's got a game show on Fox, so uh, on prime time. So the, this is the time of year they they put all that shit on. Well, we've right. proven that JT was actually right. So, <laughs> according what, to his. What? According to his Twitter timeline, Mauro Ranallo will call NXT alongside Percy Watson and Nigel McGuinness. Additional details have also emerged regarding his return. His new NXT announcer gig is a multi-year contract, so they obviously either canceled the contract that expired in August or negotiated a new contract under different terms. The contract also keeps him outside of the pressure cooker environment of live weekly television and keeps him far away from JBL on SmackDown Live, something that was a key to the new arrangement being worked out. While neither side will go into specifics about what went down between them, even though we already saw JBL ragging on him via social media and bring it to the table, WWE very much wanted to keep Ronaldo in the fold to not have him doing public interviews dragging the company through the mud the way Justin Roberts has since he's since he parted ways with the company yeah hey did anybody watch any of that ring of honor pay-per-view on Friday nope nope okay I think think the silence kind of meant no uh, I, I saw some pictures because my friend was in the front row now that I think about it because the next news story even though I copied it this morning. I'm like, oh, yeah, I did see that happen. Uh, it was uh, it was all right, actually. It was Christopher Daniels, Cody Rhodes for the title. All right. And, and, and therefore, Joe. Cody Rhodes talks about where he'll go with the title. I think there's a 100% chance that I would win the title and take it somewhere else, but I don't think I would necessarily take it anywhere that would be harmful to Ring of Honor. Part of me being champion, if me being champion happens, and being a free agent, is that all these shows... And then it cuts off and talks about Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> yeah, because the rest of it was just, who cares? Yeah. And I, like I said, I didn't give a lot of fucks about the news this morning. I might, I, I don't know. Does anyone else want to do it next week? Feel free. Um, <laughs> just a little segue there, but... Yeah. Uh, no, he's, he's 
is he is he involved with New Japan? Cody Rhodes? Yeah. Uh, he has been, uh, especially since they brought him into Bullet Club. And what has... Well, him winning the Ring of Honor title from Daniels has made a lot of people very concerned that next weekend at the New Japan shows in Long Beach that they might just let Cody beat Okada for the IWGP heavyweight title. I think that's ridiculous. I don't think there's any way that's going to happen at all. But, you know, that's been the concern of a lot of people for a while is, oh, yeah, they have this thing for Cody and they're going to push Cody and, you know, they give him a singles match at a big show that he shouldn't have and he's going to beat this guy and that guy. It's like, okay, 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 yeah. But... What do you think, then, is there a plausibility that he'll show up? At least, like, at least make an appearance on the shows you're at next week? Uh, well, he'll be at those. Because sure. here, here's the thing, and I don't know how much of this is the news part, because I didn't look over that. Cody is not in the G1. Everybody assumed he was going to be in the G1, and he isn't. So... Mm -hmm. His IWGP title match against Okada next weekend, I saw as, okay, since he isn't going to be in the G1, this is the thing they're doing with him. Okay, fine. Fair enough. Now, as far as why he's not in the G1, his schedule for pretty much the entire summer was posted, and he, there, there's no way he could have done it. He was already booked for quite a lot of it and somebody said hey you know if they put him in g1 that means he's no showing and canceling all these different indie dates and boy that would be some crap if he did that uh -huh. and so that is apparently not something to worry about and i i think a lot of the negativity and well some of the stuff we talked about earlier is really unnecessary because people are forgetting what these shows in Long Beach next week actually are. This is not G1. This yeah. is not Wrestle Kingdom. This is not a traditional New Japan show. When you try to expand into a new market in a different country, you have to find the balance between what worked at home and what's going to work here. And so they've brought in guys from CMLL. They've brought in some of the big names from Ring of Honor that have worked with them. You're going to see Jay Lethal. You're going to see the Young Bucks. You're going to see you know, these people who are not you know, the cream of the crop of the traditional New Japan roster, and that's the point. They know that those of us who live in North America who have already subscribed to their network and are coming to these shows, we're going to watch anyway. They know that. They have us. They want people who don't know anything about New Japan to get their feet wet. And they know the best way to do that is to use names and faces that people already know. So, not using would kind of be dumb, especially because he's already worked for them before. And I really think people need to remind themselves, hey, um, what's the second word in the name of this company? Where are they located? 
yeah, Japan. They still have an audience in Japan to consider. They are not going to completely redo everything to appeal to us. Because that would be stupid, too. So, I think Okada's title is pretty safe. Because they are not going to have Cody Rhodes main event Wrestle Kingdom. They're not. I don't care what you think of Ghetto as a booker. He's not (coughs) that dumb. Right. They're not going to, like flip the title just to like try to draw an audience in a new market cough cough syndrome hall that's probably why people (laughs) are thinking that but you you know you're right they're not that's a dumb business decision okay just so we're clear because i'm a little bit out of the loop and i know you are quite in it (laughs) all of all of the g1 um everyone in the g1 has been announced and the names have the main, but there are some spots still. No. Is, does does do these shows? Are there any qualifying matches for that? Like I know a while ago there was before the announcement of anybody happened, we were talking about that, but I, I never noticed any follow up. Like what's the connection to the G1 with these shows? Anything? Okay. Uh, basically no. There was talk that when everything was still up in the air, you know, oh, what kind of shows are they going to be? They're it going to be before G1 even starts? Are they going to have, you know, maybe the first two shows of G1 there? Yeah, there was a lot of talk about what is it going to be? And right. what it ended up being is these are exhibition shows that have pretty much nothing to do with G1 proper, but it might possibly move some things along that you'll see if you watch the G1 stuff. One of the things about G1 as a tournament, they do not have qualifying matches or anything like that. They just, the company announces the 20 guys who are going to be in it. And that's it. Now, what they're doing differently this year, that I kind of think it's cool. I know a lot of people didn't like it, but um, before, before the show's this weekend, definitely, but before G1 starts, they have uh, Kazuna Road, which is three shows. They had one already where they announced all the names. The second one airs tonight, tomorrow morning, whatever, and then oh. the third one the day after that. So, in about 12 hours, I'll be able to tell you about Kazuna Road. Um, so, because they have three shows instead of two, they've spread out the announcements to try to get more people to go. So at the first show, they announced all the names. At the second show, the one that is tonight, they're going to announce who's in block A and who's in block B. Okay. And then the third show, which is um, tomorrow night slash Tuesday morning, they're going to announce the full schedule of matches, so who's actually fighting who on what day. Right. So we're going to get all that information by Tuesday, but instead of one or two announcements, they're spreading it out over all three shows. So oh, that's smart. That's smart. We, I mean, why, you know, it's not for uh, like a few weeks, but well, more, but why not? Why not? You know, mm-hmm. set it up, build anticipation. That's smart. Well, if you're going to have three shows, it's a good way to do it. I don't know how well doing those three shows is going to work out because all three shows are at Corican Hall and if they want to keep people coming you can't just have 
you know, a bunch of six and eight man tag matches. Mm-hmm. They're they're not the the main event of the first Kazuna Road show the other day was the um the never open weight trios titles. Um Los Angobernables de Japon won and kept their titles. This is a record. Those titles were hot potatoed all over the place. Yeah. This is the very first time they've had stability and the group of evil Sonata and Bushi is a really good way to give some stability to that if that's what you want. Uh, the main event um, tonight slash tomorrow morning is basically a hate crime. Uh, there's no way this match is not going to violate the Geneva Conventions, and that is never openweight champion Minoru Suzuki is fighting Yoshihashi. Um, you know, o- Okada's boy from Chaos, and I like Yoshihashi, but boy's gonna die. <laughs> All there is to it. Um, so, that's gonna be the main event there, and the main event for the last of the shows, if I'm remembering it right, um, Kushida's going to defend against Bushi, um, because after he won the title from Hiromu Takahashi, the junior heavyweight title. Bushi came out, misted him, and basically said, I'm coming for your belt. So we'll see how that goes. Um, it would be really awkward if Bushi does win the title because, you know, Hiromu was basically having an affair with the junior heavyweight title and the fact that his stablemate would have it, it would totally be, you know, your ex and your best friend hook up and you're sitting there watching it. And it could be great from an entertainment perspective, but I I, I don't want to see him torture Hiromu. That's just not not cool. Hmm. He's, he's a dead man. Nice. So are they... Uh... Are they doing? Are they kind of following the same schedule as last year, where they're spreading out the matches a bit more? Yeah, that seemed to work pretty well. Um, in that there's more rest time for the guys who are actually in G1. Uh, travel is not as rushed. So yeah, we're looking at a month. Um, it's basically the July 17th to August 17th ish. Um, okay. So you're looking at four solid weeks, and there will be days they don't have shows, but remember, there's ten guys in a block, and every guy has to fight every other guy, so you're looking at nine days for the guys in A block, nine days for the guys in B block, and whoever makes it to the finals, there's that tenth one, so they spread it out with three or four G1 matches in one day and no more than that. Everything else is tags, people who are not involved in the tournament, that kind of stuff. That makes sense. I, I'm sure I'll watch a little bit of this year again. I enjoyed what I did see last year. It's just you know, a lot of matches, obviously. It's way too much for me. But Well, once they announced the schedule, then... Everybody can pick and choose the stuff that they want to see. And uh, I strongly recommend anybody who is not uh, feeling capable of completely destroying your sleep schedule and spending the next month watching everything, 
because that's totally what I'm doing. Um, hmm. But um, if that's not your cup of tea, then at the very least, you know, some of the things that are going to be incredible, depending on who's in what block, um, when they announced that Kota Ibushi was going to be in G1, everybody went ballistic because now everybody wants Ibushi Omega. And if they're in the same block, they have to. I almost don't want them in the same block because that feels like it's a match that's almost too big for a tournament. Like, it should be its own separate thing down the road. But I'd be happy with it either way. Oh, and I'm totally calling Tetsuya Naito to win it, by the way. I know right now it's not a big deal because they haven't announced the blocks, but I say Naito's going to win. He's been on the cusp of, of something like this for a couple of years, so I think that's a pretty safe bet, at least from my understanding is best understood via you. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm probably biased, I'm probably biased, but, but I mean, lots of 100% though that I hear about this from you is just we talk, so whereas like I do hear a little bit through media that I listen to on podcasts. Yeah, the, the big things from yeah, pretty much everybody is saying that you know Omega has to win it a second time and we have to get Okada Omega 3 at the Dome and that's the only way that things could ever work and I'm going, uh, no. <laughs> Will this one be 8 no, stars, do you think? or uh, 27 <laughs> stars. Seven, I know, right? Death by uh, Avalanche. With, with that, I don't even want to get into the star debate anyway, but I, yeah. I, wonder, I wonder if Meltzer... We'll, we'll do it again, but we'll find out, I guess. Cause... I honestly, he's doing it to troll people, and he's going to keep doing it because yeah. the reactions are always the same. Yeah. And, you know, he, he's not going to go back on any of that. But it, it, yeah. it's, it's funny, though, because it completely breaks his system. So there's just people, yeah, people have lost their freaking minds over it. I, I don't know. I, I I'm kind of I'm kind of split on it. Like I like the idea of having a star rating system or some kind of evaluation system. Um, has he ever posted his rubric? By the way, do you know I anybody? Know he's ever? I haven't seen it. If he has posted it, uh, occasionally yeah. things would get mentioned. But I think I honestly think other people who took that idea and ran with it have said more about it than he has. Because there's so much that I have read that I personally disagree with like you know some people think that it can't be a great match if it's not the main event some people think it can't be you know however many star match if you know, the audience isn't this big or doesn't respond in a certain way or you know one of the things that i think is the biggest joke is you know oh well if this many people didn't see it like uh okay yeah sure but I always have a problem with like generally with people who use ratings when they don't have an actual way to back up their valuation system or like the analysis is it's just like a so much whatever out of 10 or whatever and a lot of the time it just comes across as arbitrary without any like any way of knowing how they came to that you know and so I, I'm just curious I, I just occurred to me I'm like I never I never took the time to even look into it so I don't know if he has it or he's put it out there either I'm genuinely really curious but i don't yes, know i've never seen it and yeah, yeah. And i like i we were talking about before the, the, this rush to 
quantify everything. Yeah. It's not really how wrestling is supposed to work. And you know, if something speaks to your soul and you remember it so well, it did its job. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's big, the biggest part of, of it, why it would be important, because there's just the archive of what his his ratings are are so extensive and, and dated that it might be just that. Is it is it simply like a time and place? Could you go back and get the same rating if you watched it with a fresh set of eyes? And I don't know. I don't know. Huh. Four out of ten. Think about. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you there? Again, yeah, oh, yeah. I, yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm, you wouldn't go scared much more quiet. I'm like, what the fuck? What, what the hell? So, someone better call his mama. <laughs> uh, Shelton Benjamin is in talks to return to WWE again now that he's healed up from surgery on his torn rotator cuffs. And those. Torn ro- rotator cuff. And those talks are headed in the right direction. It appears he would be part of the SmackDown roster. Kari Hojo started at the WWE Performance Center this week. Yay. Although I'm still really mad about her elbow drop. <laughs> no, seriously, they, they won't let her do it. And she has mm-hmm. the greatest elbow drop in all of history. And the argument was, well, that's Bailey's move. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Bailey's move. Yeah. A flying elbow <laughs> drop. Never seen that before, Bailey. Never. No. <laughs> Hello. Bailey, wait! I'm the wrong. I'm the wrong wrestler. Yes, you are. <laughs> I'll just tell you to smoke pot and tell you how cool being a libertarian is. You're you're Sean Molly Marley again. Good times. <laughs> He's got this thing now where laws do not apply to you. Oh, I I I, I That that that, that, that is that like, is his I thing now. Yeah. Like, 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 why are you paying taxes? That law does not apply to you. Like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah, you know, oh, I'm sorry I didn't pay my taxes. Sean Morley told me, Val Venus told me not to. He said it doesn't apply to me. <laughs> the fuck, man? Since WWE feels that low ratings for Raw are due to Brock Lesnar and the Universal title not being seen each week, Lesnar vs. Roman Reigns, originally set for WrestleMania 34 next year, could be moved up to SummerSlam. Because yes, the belt prop not being on the show is the problem. Yes! (laughs) I had to get the yes in there. (laughs) The mentions of Conor McGregor this week on Raw were not accidental. WWE would very much like to get both McGregor and Floyd Mayweather Jr. on the show to help promote the fight, but mostly to help themselves with the increase in viewers that would tune uh, tune in to see it. Isn't isn't Conor McGregor the guy that's always like wrestling's fucking fake, and I could beat yeah. up all those guys? That's the guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's get him on Raw. That, yeah, that, they uh, they worked it into uh, the crying Enzo segment. Mm-hmm. I saw a bit of that. I didn't. I didn't give a shit. Somebody pointed out, and I don't think they're totally wrong, that since Morrow is calling that match, that they, whatever contract they worked with him, they felt like it was a lot more important to make sure that they had him before that happened. Yeah, I bet you're... totally shocked. That that would not surprise me. Of course, 
biggest the biggest match of the summer maybe the biggest well could be one of the biggest if not biggest boxing match of the decade sure oh yeah yeah it's it value and if it wasn't already clear enough to both men triple h personally extended the invitation in a sky sports interview well yeah my show needs my nose the show needs ratings <laughs> i'm personally gonna invite them we need ratings i can only be on so many times the uh, I'll hire the announcer to your show. Come on. Come on to the show. Say hi. Say hi tomorrow. <laughs> He'll be there, I swear. <laughs> That's the interview. I just transcribed it for you, folks. <laughs> it's a bit of help from my buddy. <laughs> Sanjay Dutt and a... Uh, yeah, Sanjay Dutt and Abyss will be taking over as agents following the departure of Al Snow, Pat Kenny, and Shane Helms from Impact Wrestling. Internally, there's a lot of frustration in Impact right now, given the belief that they are already running on a skeleton crew as is before releasing anybody else, and because they are still stuck on Pop TV despite Anthem Sports taking over the company, doing the same ratings numbers they were doing before. Which is to say zero. Seven people, I think. Yeah, right. Something, something. So the full protective order Vince Russo filed on Jim Cornette is now online, and it doesn't expire until June 16th, 2019. The, de the delusional fuck thinks Cornette threatened me with bodily harm and a physical altercation, and claims Cornette has been stalking, harassing me for the last 18 years. That's just sad. Never mind that I've actually heard Jim Cornette on a podcast like talking about how he'd like to kill Vince Russo and punch him yeah, in the face. Yeah, and shit. That's exactly <laughs> you know? what you heard, and that's yeah. Now, now here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna put we're gonna put one pole on each side of the ring. One pole is gonna have the restraining order, and the other side, if if it gets pulled down, then then Cornette's gonna kill me. So that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna have my life versus a restraining order on a pole match. Well, I'd buy that. You I won't be on the pole holding the restraining order. Well, uh, that, 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 yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. Was, wait, I'm sorry, this is Trump's America. I'm a little dumber now. Sure. We all are, actually. You don't have to be in America. It's just, we're, when we see him talk, our brain cells uh, <laughs> decrease. It is what it is. Exciting. Yeah. <sighs> Anyone watch uh, that Netflix show, I think, Glow? Is no, I haven't, anyone, I haven't seen that? it yet. I hear it's good. And my brother loved it, and it's getting a lot of really positive word of mouth, so uh, I'm going to watch it. I just haven't. <clears throat> yeah, instead, I was watching old kung fu movies. I've the still been thing. watching American Gladiators. <laughs> Okay. I, well. I started watching the DVR. Well, you know, we were talking about American Gladiators, and we brought up the uh, Hulk Hogan hosted one a couple of, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, uh, I, I failed to uh, recall at the time that one of the American Gladiators on that show, uh, Beast, was Matt Morgan. <laughs> so there was a pro wrestler who was a gladiator on the Hulk Hogan version of American Gladiators. It just wasn't Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he's not a wrestler. <laughs> he's a legend. 
He's a brand ambassador, racist. brother. <laughs> a legendary racist. <laughs> Yeah, you want to fucking spike ratings? Bring Hulk Hogan back. <laughs> oh no, brother! They won't let me plug my pro my porno on or my racist rants, so I can't. I can't. I I, I don't think it'll bring in ratings, brother. We could get him and Kurt Angle together, and they could cut a promo about what they think about black people. <laughs> Hulk Hogan? No, no, no! I got this. I got this. I, I think I, I think Coaster will back me up on this. I think the best way for them to get ratings is that Hulk Hogan comes back to Raw as part of the Titus brand. Yes. That, that, that needs to happen. I'd start watching again. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be like to help him like have a public image change? <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, I thought that's what you were thinking. Why'd <laughs> you there? Well, yeah, exactly. You, you, you know, yeah. Don't they have... Or he becomes part of the New Day on SmackDown. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. No, that, 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 that would be booty. No, he's not happening. No. No. I ate my bootios, brother. They made sure I'm not booty. Well, if you go to kissonline.com, you can buy <laughs> bootios for, for, for $49.99. <laughs> Well, you know something, Savior? I ain't fed it up up downtown. <laughs> well, uh, well, well, you know, well, well, you know something, Hulkster. I Gene Simmons haven't won the patent on up up down down. You don't have to actually invent to to have to own the patent. You can just patent it. <laughs> I think I have. Patent, damn it! <laughs> you know, every time, every time Hulk you McMahon. say. You know, you know, Hulk. Every time, every time you say "brother," I get, I get paid because oh, I had the brother. Bought it. Sorry. I bought brother, and I brought Hulk Hogan too. So I, every time someone says Hulk Hogan, I get paid. <laughs> sure, he did. <laughs> Gene Simmons owns my brother. I'll, I'll phone him. I'll let him know. <laughs> Sorry, bro. I Al mean, I mean, casual acquaintance. Alberto El Patron. This is breaking. Alberto yeah, El Patron. And Paige broken up, uh, broke up Saturday night. The couple was vacationing in Orlando and had a blow-up that resulted in Alberto calling off the relationship, according to a source. Did they break up a couple weeks ago? No, I don't That's think so. happened, though. That's, that was a the news, so. According to a source close to both of them who was present when it all went down, most of Alberto's friends and family are glad he pulled the plug. I don't buy it. It's a work. Uh, <laughs> That's it. We, we saw, we've seen That's this not... a few times already. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I never put the shit in the news. <laughs> yeah, no, I just uh, I it just popped up in my timeline on Facebook. No, it is breaking because they're breaking up news. But... Yeah, right. Yeah, it's cock talk every Sunday, two p.m. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> <laughs> Any real breaking news though, or just just El Patron? That's uh, the only thing I saw. I wasn't really looking. Ew. I just happened to be scrolling through Facebook. Keep scrolling, man. Snakes have legs, bud. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm well aware. I, yeah. No, they really don't. You're not I, aware they have legs. I, I, I was fucking I know. lying, man. I know. Dailytesticle.com, dude, is not a news website. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's, 
I always have to go to like real or satire.com and type in like whatever website people are sharing shit from and just be like, look, your shit is fake. <laughs> your shit is fake. Predetermined. <laughs> you did not digest food. That is fake. <laughs> Guy yelling at the toilet. I read about it on yeah. Snopes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how accurate Snopes is, but generally it's a decent website. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although if you're if you're a contrarian, you'll you'll say it's not. That's just the way it goes. Right. Everything's a conspiracy. What the fuck? Huh? Oh. We got hacked. I said conspiracy. Alex Jones confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> just a random like Facebook message from. G. <laughs> there, I put the uh, the snakes have legs video in the, ch- in the uh, chat, so you can see that later. Okay. Definitely worth watching this. Trust me, it's, it's funny. All right. Just for the animation alone. The animation alone is funny. In the so meantime, I, let's get out of here so I can do some of these voiceovers and. You won't make money. You're gonna delay things. No, I, I gotta make money. Yeah. Oh, you don't. Yeah, I do. Three of these are due before I get home tomorrow, so I actually have to do them. The book or new stuff? I still got the book, but this is uh, this is my YouTube stuff for uh, Hyperloop and Terra Five. Mm, whatever those are, okay. Yeah, that's cool. Plus the new wrestling uh, thing that I'm doing, apparently. Make sure, like every few so often when you do it, though, you just work in the fact I don't fucking watch wrestling anymore. I don't need to fucking read this. <laughs> If they notice. Right. <laughs> the Austin Aries banana pocket moment. Okay? Yeah. For us. All right. Well, well then. For us, us in the back. <laughs> for at G of the Internet, at Random Redhead, at El Generico, at Book Junkie Jaina, at Mark underscore Noise, I am at Think So Joe. This is at Board Wrestling Fan. That's Board Wrestling Fan without vowels. Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. You can listen to this podcast every Sunday at 2 p.m. ish. And download us afterwards on iTunes, Stitcher, Cheap Heat, Blueberry, PodDirectory.com, wherever podcasts are sold. We'll see you. KissOnline.com. <laughs> I'm gonna sweep your floor. <laughs> <laughs>